Welcome to What's the Word? Hello. Happy Thursday. Have you felt like it's been Friday all day? Wednesday just erased in my brain. Yesterday <laughs> I thought it was Thursday. Today I think it's Friday. Yes. I was literally about to say happy Friday. But yeah. it's not. Surprise. As you're hopping on, make sure that you go ahead and share the broadcast so that way people can watch and hop on and receive from the Lord. We're excited about today. And if you're on right now, comment. Tell us who you are so that way we can say hi to you. Yo. We can say hi to you. <laughs> we can say hi to you and know who we're talking to. Use guys. Use guys. Awesome. Amen. Glad to have you all. Amen. Glad to be here. Amen. So we're on uh, What's the Word? We're talking about stinking thinking in this series. And uh, I just had leading. We're, we're going to be talking tomorrow about identity theft thinking, mm -hmm. right? And uh, this mentality, an identity theft mentality. And so that's going to be really good. And I'm really excited. But I just I felt like we were supposed to pause today. And uh, just kind of talk about what we've been going over. And so one of the things that, that we've been looking at is how to grow in your thinking, mm -hmm. right? How to grow. And I love our thumbnail. It says, I didn't know what I didn't know. So are you watching this and saying, golly, there's so much stuff that I was thinking the wrong way in? Sure. Uh, have you all found that? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I mean... I think that we could actually have a list of this. But what we see in those verses that we've been reading is that if we're thinking the wrong direction on some things, that's going to affect everything. Yes. It's going to affect everything in our life, and we really want to correct those as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I found that our, our flesh does, the corruption of the flesh and the nature of the flesh, and the devil is constantly doing is mm -hmm. making us feel horrible about that, and, but the issue is if all we do is take condemnation you know, for yeah. the things we didn't know, then it will actually stunt our growth mm -hmm. and stunt our continued forward momentum. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want to take condemnation, but we do want to be honest with ourselves. Yeah. We do want to judge ourselves properly. So um, what have you all been seeing? What are mm -hmm. some of the major things that have stuck out to you? You know, last week we covered all those things, but like this week we talked about my kingdom mentality, my ministry mentality. We talked about trophy mentality, right? Uh, we talked about uh, all of these things that have really hung us up and mm -hmm. stopped us from proceeding in our lives. And, um, you know, I want to see, let's see what else I've been going through. We talked all about of voter them. mentality. Voter mentality, voter yeah. yeah. Voter mentality. And in that where we have a vote in, in the kingdom, we mm -hmm. think we have a vote. And we don't really. We shouldn't see it as that way. Yeah. And so as we've looked at these, like with the my kingdom mentality and the my ministry mentality, I know that you've seen that on the leadership team. We've talked about that quite a bit. Did you realize when you first heard about my kingdom mentality how widespread that thinking no. was or how <laughs> dangerous it was? No, not at all. And... I remember when you first brought it up to the leadership team of, you know, be, be on yeah. the lookout for this. In that moment, one thing that I was doing was I would look for the people who would come in with their business cards and they'd come in to yeah. promote themselves. But over time, something I've realized is my kingdom mentality, you know, the other day what came up to me, my kingdom mentality is more than just I'm going to promote like my business yeah. or I'm going to promote my ministry. It's I'm going to promote my life above the Lord's. Yeah. You know, I'm going to yeah. promote what I want above God's big picture. 
And that's really what stuck out to me the other day was I um, for years I viewed it in in one realm, but he was showing yeah. me how it can actually be implied in so many different areas of life. And, you know, even me the other day, he was showing me, this is where you've had my kingdom and this has been, you know, yeah. kind of yeah. my four no more thought processes. Yeah. So that stuck out a lot for me the other day. Jolie says, uh, you know, what you deserve was a big one for me or the entitlement mentality or I deserve mentality. It is. That's a, that's a huge yeah. one. And one of the things that I've found is when we have a conversation like this, uh, when we have a conversation like this, it helps us to kind of fill in the gaps of things yeah. that we miss. So, mm -hmm. for example, like on my kingdom mentality, one of the things that I watched throughout the years of ministry is somebody would come in, and, and I mentioned this the other day, but I didn't really spend a ton of time on it, is somebody will come into a ministry, and really what's on their mind is, let me build my resume, mm -hmm. strengthen myself, mm -hmm. build myself up, and then God will put me in another ministry somewhere mm -hmm. or give me my own ministry. And all they're doing is building their resume, yeah. Yeah. right? But in the back of their mind, they're in a place, but all they're doing is resume building. Right. And that's totally a world philosophy and a fleshly corrupted world philosophy, mm -hmm. not a kingdom philosophy. The kingdom philosophy is, like uh, Colossians 3.23 is everything you do, do it as unto the Lord, yeah. right? Yes. And so if you are in a place and you're not giving 100% of who you are in that moment, you're not doing it as unto the Lord, which right. means I can't be focused about everything that's going to happen down the down the line, mm -hmm. down the timeline. I've got to actually focus on right now. Yeah. I've got to give myself now. Uh, which actually I'm not, you know, that kind of goes into, um, you can kind of lead and see how I really don't believe in multitasking, yeah. you know, because a lot of times, a few years ago, multitasking became this big thing and yeah. everybody became proud that they were a multitasker. I was like, I'm not a multitasker. I don't want to be a multitasker. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is that actually crosses the line of being all in on what you're doing right now. You're not focusing. But people wore it like a badge and like they were proud of it. Mm -hmm. But the issue was as the years went on, they actually several people like reversed back from that thing until yeah. they realized we're, we're actually teaching people to be completely unfocused and yeah. try to do all these things. And it's actually not the right thing. And you can see that. So mm -hmm. another thing in the my kingdom mentality and the, and the my ministry mentality is that they're many times I've watched this. So let's say that somebody has, um, you know, what's a ministry that somebody would come into with the church? Like, let's say that they have a ministry to the prisons, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a good ministry, yeah. okay? Um, let's say that they had a prison ministry mm -hmm. and um, they would come in. And, and I've seen different, you know, different types of ministries, but you could basically sure. fill in the blank here. Mm -hmm. And um, so before I go into this, we just want to welcome everybody that's watching. Uh, put in the comments where you're watching from, who's watching. Uh, like and share uh, the broadcast. Subscribe. Click the little notification button. And uh, tell us hello so we can say hey to you. And uh, whoever is online at this time, and even in the archives, uh, put in where you're watching from, but also tell us what's been the mentality, the stinking thinking mentality that you've gotten the most out of so far that's been the most, or been the most revelatory to you. So, mm -hmm. uh, so in this, I would say that one of the things that we see is 
people come in with a ministry, say it's a prison ministry, and everything revolves around that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what they end up doing is coming to a church and being present at the church, mm -hmm. but present is different from planted. Sure. Yes. Right? Present is different from planted. In other words, what I would call is they're an attender, but they're not really a member of it, mm -hmm. right? They're, and so they're, they're basically sitting there and they're going through the steps and they're attending, but they never get involved in the vision of the ministry. They never fully plant themselves and they don't understand. And what will happen is, so the church's vision will be going this way, but their vision's always, that's always what they're talking to people about. They're always talking about the vision. And see, mm -hmm. that vision actually God wants to bring to pass, yeah. but he doesn't want to bring it to pass with us building it. Mm -hmm. He wants to bring it to pass as we join our vision where God plants us. Yeah. And what would what's probably would happen is if you are actually planted, if you're actually planted in that ministry, God will give that pastor vision to support that and let you run that if that's the right thing. Yeah. It might not be the right thing. It might be that you have that vision and it was never the Lord in the first place. Right. But uh, generally what will happen is that vision that you have will come to pass when you plant yourself. Mm -hmm. And one of the greatest moments I've ever had as a pastor, and maybe, uh, maybe she's still... Uh, watching was when Rebecca Beard, she had all these visions of doing these things and singing for the Lord and everything. And, you know, I, and I, I remember thinking like her vision is off. It's, it's in the world. It's outside of where God has planted her. And I just pray in the Holy Spirit for, for years. And then one day she, it, she sees it, mm -hmm. she gets it. And mm -hmm. I remember she sends us a message. She says, I just had a revelation. She's like, everything God's called me to do, I can do it through Boomerang. Mm -hmm. wow. I can do it through this place. And I was like, glory to God. Yeah. And that's what happens now. That vision can join and go for forward. And as she gives herself to one vision, mm -hmm. you don't have division. Right. And you can actually focus and have momentum. And all of the development that God wanted to give her, that was going to be placed here. But if she would have gone after her own vision, for those period of years, she would have never grown roots. Yeah. And and the winds of the world would have blown her down. It would not have worked. Mm -hmm. But as she gave herself to that one vision and not her own kingdom, not her own ministry, she'll grow, she'll fix those things that need fixing, grow roots so that the winds of the, the world won't blow her down, the mm -hmm. storms of the world won't blow her down. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a great moment when she realized that mm -hmm. that's God's design yeah. is to unify a people. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm probably here for the example of what not to do or what not to be or the thinking that needed to change. All of us can meet that. We, we are, yeah. we are. I, I, I've sat through this and, you know, I'm, I'm a little older than Barrett, so a little, little more it's years little, of doing things many. of my own mindset. And, and, uh, and this challenged me on so many levels. I could see it in so many places. And and uh, pastor encouraged me, hey, don't get down about this, but understand this is an opportunity to go up, opportunity yeah. to improve, yeah. opportunity to grow. And uh, one of the things that, that keeps coming to mind to me is that I, I'm a seed of the Lord and he's planted me yeah. here. Yeah. 
and that all the things that have gone on in my life where I kind of put the pieces together and thought, well, this must be what the Lord's doing, thinking it through, you know, lodging it. It's going to go from here to here to here. And that, that step, step, step mentality that you were just describing. Yeah. Um, that the fact is that the Lord has prepared me to be planted, not necessarily to do yeah. this and this and this that I thought I was going to do, but he's, he's prepared me in a way that when I'm planted where he puts me, yeah. those things are, are useful for his kingdom. You know, seek his, his kingdom yeah. first and all these things will be added. He's not just talking about what you wear and, and, yeah. and yeah. what you eat. Um, the kingdom is, is, there's an authority line. And as we submit to it and allow ourselves to be planted, then we grow into what we're supposed to be. Otherwise, yeah. we're just a hard seed. <laughs> and we're not getting it yeah. until we get planted. Yeah. And then the seed softens, opens up, and you get the real plant. Yes. You're not yeah. designed to stay a seed. You're designed to be a fruitful plant. Yeah. Well, you have a great testimony, and I want you to speak to this. And I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'm going to read a couple of the comments, then come back for you to answer it. But um, you have a great testimony of this. So you, and, and you need to say what the Lord has shown you and been doing in you. So you took the planting seriously. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that, you know, a lot of times people will, when, for example, when they need to find a job, a lot of times people sit at home, do nothing, and sit on the couch, and they're believing for God, just bring the job to me, mm -hmm. you know, like this. So last year, in the middle of 2020, you lose your job. Yep. The Lord had given you a couple of words. You probably didn't exactly know what those words meant. Yes. I, you know. I had an idea. Yeah, you did. I, I, yeah, and, I thought it meant one thing. Yeah. You got a different sense from the Spirit. Yeah, and, and that's, that's what a pastor should do. And that's why people should communicate and ask mm -hmm. questions. Mm -hmm. um, and ask them so that he can answer them honestly. You know, don't, don't just assume things. And, and anyway, you were, but you, you got a couple words. You end up losing your job. Mm -hmm. Well, we're starting this broadcast. And you said, you know what? I'm planted. Let me, and in other words, one of the things when we're planted is we take on the vision of the place where, it's, where we're planted. Right. So you said even my job falls under the vision of the spiritual vision where God has planted me. Mm -hmm. So while I don't have this, you know, I don't have to go to work every single day, let me go and I'm going to sow my time and my resources into the broadcast. Right. In the midst of doing that, when you did that and you said, I'm not just going to sit idle. I'm going to be productive in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to sow myself into the vision. You, I would say you had no idea what was about to come in terms of wisdom, revelation. And even your thoughts are so much higher than they were. So I want you to speak on when you did that, what happened. So think on that while I read these Comment. So I, I asked people to say what was their favorite mentality so far, which one was most revelatory. But he said the my kingdom mentality completely shifted the way I look at life. And, and that's awesome. And, and it completely changes how you, how you view it. I love seeing that he's had that. Uh, Priscilla says she's here in the sound booth. The one that Barrett and Buddy did, stinking thing, it helped me to see that I've been double-minded. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. And see, that's why, that's why we'll take breaks off of just the exact 
topic like today because sometimes a discussion like this can really open up and shine the light on things mm -hmm. and so I think it's important a lot of times though when we have discussions like this people will just click off because they want to hear the topic and not realize that this discussion will bring it into light you know it'll mm -hmm. actually cause you to see how do I connect it and that's mm -hmm. why it's important to have these mm -hmm. alright so so I applaud you for watching and wanting, wanting to be here. Uh, Kevin said, voter mentality was the one that was the most eye-opening for me this far. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. And, and it's interesting because Kevin actually just had an opportunity to throw his vote in the ring on something just last night. And he didn't do it. And it was the right thing. And so praise the Lord. Talk about right on time. That was awesome. He did really good. And I want to tell, tell him that. Uh, Rebecca said, hallelujah, God is awesome, and praise God he gives us pastors who lead us and never give up on us. Amen. But he said, this whole series has helped me to esteem every season of my life. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, Miss Marilyn said, I keep finding me, me every day in each segment. <laughs> but he says, it's like a broadcast life group. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. It's true. So, okay, so you decided to sow your time into... Right. You have one vision for your life, and this is what I don't think we see. You have one vision for your life, mm -hmm. and it's not your job, and it's not necessarily your family either. That's sure. not, the vision is the spiritual vision of God to run our race. That's the vision for our life, and we run our race where he plants us. Right. So the vision for your life and for your life and for my life uh, because we all go and God's planted us in the same body, it all is the same vision. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, to be a house of love and prayer, yeah. living in abundance, winning souls, and making disciples for Jesus. And so everything that we do for our job funnels into that vision or it doesn't. So you decided, I'm going to advance that vision, which, here's the thing, when you advance the vision where God places you, it doesn't just advance the church or the right. ministry, it advances you. Yes. Right. So just tell them briefly how, yeah, how have you, how did that, did things happen differently and where have you gone? Like, I don't think, I don't think people value how important it is to be around the word and to, and to plug in even when they don't feel like it's plug into the things of God mm -hmm. even when it's monotonous yes. even when it doesn't it seems below your pay grade sure. the honor and esteem of not getting weary and well yeah. doing I don't think people value it but you're seeing a value come out yes that you you had never seen before yeah, so huge right. okay so uh, I came out of a, a job in a sense at at uh, in September I think it is that um, I had led a lot of people, I had led businesses, I had done a lot of things in the world in, in just applying business sense to things. And um, while I, I trusted God, I was in faith, I, I believed in Him, I was saved, I, I never really had the, the change of mindset to realize that um, I was running things more than God was running things. That it was me, my my mindset, my go, and and my wanna do that was really guiding things. Yeah. So the the my kingdom mentality that that whole thing spoke to me on so many levels, and and it in my life it was it was kind of 
subtle where I believed that God had gifted me with certain things and I was going forward in that. Well, come to the end and, and lose my job. And then you got to question, what, what is going on here? Where do I find, where's my value? Where's my, um, my I guess, my purpose in things? So yeah. the Lord kind of turns that upside down for me. I say for me because that's for real. He basically tipped over my boat and said, are you ready to swim? Are you ready to, to be where I want you to be and do what I want you to do? And my, my mindset, and this is going to sound weird in, in a little sense, but my, my job was a, was a relatively big job. I had a decent income. And, you know, the Lord was providing a lot for us. But in this time where I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest my time into what the Lord can let me do right now. Yeah. And while I'm, you know, looking for a job or looking for where this is going, the Lord allowed me to be here and use things that he had allowed me to learn over the years that I didn't realize would ever come into uh, good use in this kind of a setting. All of a sudden I'm doing things that it's like, wow, this is the Lord prepared me literally 30 years ago to do this yeah. particular thing. Yeah. And that that's kind of where it started. So I'm him here. I'm investing my time. I'm sowing and and pastor kept reminding me, you you don't necessarily have a job, but you are working for the Lord. You are sowing. So I was sowing my time and my energy and into something for the Lord, what he had called me to do. Um, now I, I still as yet I don't have a job, but the Lord is, has been providing for us for months. Months yeah. to the point where it's miraculous enough that people go, how are you even doing this? How are you doing it? <laughs> I'm not. The Lord is doing this. I'm not. Right. right. And, and through this, I've been able to learn and be taught and be under the word and the anointing of the word. And, and you guys, a lot of you are faithful watchers and, and you, you follow this pretty regularly. But I can tell you that being here in this room and in this anointing, there have been times where the Lord has moved here when pastor would stop preaching and say, just let that sit, or there's the anointing right there, it is tangible in this room. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the word washing over my life and my mindsets and changing how I think and allowing myself to, to die to the vision of I got to get a job, to die to a vision of I got to lead a business or I got to do this or that yeah. and be just let the Lord do what he wants to do in me and through me and submit that to him has allowed me to have a mindset change where it's not anymore about a job. It, it actually has, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but it's actually like multiplied um, exponentially more than it ever could have with a job yeah to where the the lord has spoken over us things um that are uh how can i put this how would you put this huge more more big than i would have ever expected and allowed me to now apply faith to something that's going to change not just my life and my family yeah but other things around me in the kingdom of god and impact what what the Lord has for me in a way that I don't have to, um, 
I don't have to perform. I don't have to be the little performance monkey that does a certain thing and gets the <laughs> yeah. peanuts, you know? It's not like that anymore. It's that the Lord can provide for me and give and, and pour into me on levels that I never recognized before. One, yeah. spiritually and in the Word, the change just in me and my attitude and how I look at life and yeah. And, yeah. and God now is so much different than it was before. That in its own self is priceless, but the Lord wants to put even more with that and above that. Yeah. And before, I couldn't have received that. I couldn't have gotten it. So even, you know, we've talked about in the last week or so a lot about the kingdom is an on-demand system. Mm -hmm. So as we put expectation and faith on the things of God, mm -hmm. that's what we will receive. Mm -hmm. In other words, kind of like electricity in a room. Uh, electricity, for the most of us, of course, is on-demand is an on-demand system. It's at the light switch. Mm -hmm. Electricity is there waiting for us to flip the switch. When we flip the switch, we'll receive the manifestation right. of the light because mm -hmm. the electricity flows through. So that switch for us in the kingdom of God is faith, hope, and love. Mm -hmm. And when we put faith and hope and love uh, in action, mm -hmm. it flips the switch of manifestation mm -hmm. and those things come on. Yes. So now... I know what's changed in you, and, and let's just use financially mm -hmm. as, a, as a meter, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's use finances as a meter. Before this happened, you're, because you're going to receive based on how you expect, yes. based on where your faith is, the level of your faith, the level of your hope. So as you flip the switch, the level of your faith is going to allow it to be widened or mm -hmm. closed mm -hmm. based off of where your hope and expectation and faith yes. is. All right, yes. so w before this happened, just think financially. You don't have to spout numbers out, but think about what salary you were good with mm -hmm. versus where you know you're going to now mm -hmm. in multiples. Like you oh. can see an actual figure oh, yeah. How many times, how much has just been hearing the word and your thinking has changed and words have come, whereas that old figure won't suit you no, anymore. Can't. I can't stay there. Yeah. It doesn't stay there. And you do hear his words like it can't. It can't. In other words, it, in other words, his thinking has totally changed because of that. And yes. that's where we get rid of some of that stinking thinking and we allow the thinking of God to come into our life. So mm -hmm. how much has your thinking multiplied? We'll use finances <laughs> as a, just as a meter. It's okay. not representative of everything, but as a meter where what was okay versus, and you're, you're good accepting that. Whereas yeah. how much is it multiplied? It, even if I said conservatively 20, 25 times, yeah, it that's conservative. It's probably <laughs> it's probably in in more the range of a hundred times. Wow! Because wow. the the change of mindset is that um, prior to this, in my own way of doing things, yeah. I was limited to what somebody was willing to pay me. Good. To what somebody was willing to give me as a salary. Yeah. Okay. For what I was trading my time for. And the Lord's economy is, yeah. is so different than that that when I, the, the priceless nature and the profit of, of knowing the Lord is, um, 
without measure. It's without measure. So now I don't have a mindset of what will the guy who owns this business pay me. Yes. It's more, it is what does the word say the Lord wants to give me? Yes. And the fact that when, when we got a word, let me, let me just put it to you this way. The Lord said, he gave us a word that said you will be, or to me, you will be a major, 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 major financier of the gospel. Wow. Okay. God put four majors in that sentence. Yeah. Okay. Four majors in that sentence. So the, the exponential nature of God um, <laughs> made it real clear to me right off that, and that word, you want know a funny thing about it? That word came after I lost my job. <laughs> it was gone. And it was like, okay, that, that's putting me, when I, when I have to receive that yeah. word, when you have to receive what the word of God says, that stretch of, okay, for it to even get close to what that word sounds like means it's way beyond what I would have ever thought. Right. Whatever, right. what I could have ever earned. Yeah. Uh, and, and this says to me that it's going to come in a way that's not a job. It's going to come in streams that are, are big and wide. Yeah. Um, not necessarily a single stream, but more than one. Um, and the, the fact is that when God, God says that kind of a word, it's his provision that's bringing that. Yeah. That yeah. I couldn't do that. The, the, word, the word of the Lord, he speaks in faith. He speaks in faith. Because it hasn't come to pass in me yet. So he's speaking into me a word of provision and his plan. Yeah. And he's saying, this will occur. This will happen. This is where you're going. Yeah. And my responsibility at that point is to apply the faith that God has given me to grow my faith as being in the word and under the, under the anointing and to allow the Lord to lead me into what he wants for me. Yeah. The more I, as you say, the word talks about being willing and obedient, being willing, that willing part of that for me is being willing to let the word of God be true yeah. and not my mind, not my thoughts, but with a willingness of me to submit to what the word of God is and then to obey every step, each step that the Lord provides to me, I obey those steps. Yeah. So my willingness comes before I obey. Now you can go into a situation where you can obey, not willingly, but if you'll submit your heart to the word of the Lord, it will change your, your faith and, and grow your faith in him and trust in him yeah. That you'll be able to believe for bigger than what you ever could. Yeah. And that he can change first me, then bring to pass what he wants to bring to pass. And I, I have to say, you know, up until that point, I probably didn't think I had a whole lot that had to be changed. Yeah. Well, and there's, you know, what I, I would say in my experience, not everyone has received as a reality is that as that expectation changes, your future changes. Like, so I know, because I've watched it too many times in too many people's lives, including my own, 
that when your expectation changes, your whole future just changed. As long as you hold on that expectation, mm -hmm. your, your whole future changes. Um, and a lot of people, I don't think they realize the importance of that and the bigness of it, but if you don't change your expectation, then you'll never touch those places mm -hmm. that God has for you in your destiny. So you've got to allow, you, we must allow God to change our expectations, mm -hmm. to renew our mind to the fullness yes. and the heights yes. of this word that literally says, like in Ephesians 3.20, far above and beyond anything, you know, can anything we can ask or think, you know, far more abundantly beyond mm -hmm. anything we can ask or think. And we must allow the Lord to change that. Mm -hmm. Now, it, true or false, let me give you a true or false question. As, as you stepped out of the normal job because of the economy, they, they laid you off, right? Mm -hmm. As you stepped out of that normal job, you gave yourself to the Lord, mm -hmm. but you didn't, and you said, Lord, I'm, I'm not going to sit idle. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sow my time right. into the kingdom, into the vision that I'm planted. As you sowed your time in there, um, and not only that, but while you were sitting there, um, you heard the word, mm -hmm. and the words went to work on you. Yeah. It went to work on yeah. areas in your life that you thought didn't need to be changed, and you, and you found out that was the least thing but it raised your expectation to a level mm -hmm. that is truly supernatural yes. that we now know is going to happen. Yeah. Is that an accurate description? Yes, yes. Yeah. And so now we know that your life is going to be different. You are going to be one of those major, 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 major financiers of the gospel mm -hmm. of, of Jesus. Mm -hmm. But that could not have happened if you wouldn't have allowed the word to wash over you oh, true, yeah. and give yourself to it, which couldn't have happened unless you planted yourself mm -hmm. and sowed into what most people would say is uh, not responsible, not logical, mm -hmm. not, yes. but yet things have <laughs> changed. Yes. And uh, even, even to the point where, I mean, you just, you just received a major blessing without any debt you know, yes. major blessing, paid for, yes. no debt. People are going like, how is this happening? You know, because you're in the, you're operating by kingdom laws, yes. not just by worldly laws. Amen. Yes, it's been, we've yeah. been applying faith to the word of, of God providing yeah. and blessing. And it hasn't just been to pay the bills. It, yeah. The word talks about abundance. Yes. Abundance in every good, for every good work, in yeah. every way, in every time, in every circumstance, every situation, for, for every everyone. good work. Yeah. And applying that faith to, no, that's for me. Yeah. That's not, that's that, the lottery mentality we yeah. talked about. Well, maybe that's me today. No. <laughs> God is not limited to. I can, I can give something to Kevin today and then I got to wait a little while and then I'll give something to Barrett tomorrow and, you know, it'll come back around to him. No, he's got enough to give to me today yeah. and yeah. Barrett today yeah. and Pastor today in so much abundance that he doesn't ever run short. Yeah. He doesn't have to say, wait until I get my next paycheck so I can afford that. No, he can do it every day on top of everything else and blessings yeah. on top of blessings on top of blessings. And, and having that 
this is just the beginning, truthfully. I, I, yes. I believe this is yes. just the beginning where people are starting to look at us and go, what is going on? How, <laughs> how did that even happen? And this is just one thing. Yeah. And, and as it continues to grow, I, and it, we've talked about this, the Lord healed me. He is, he is providing for us financially. <laughs> he is providing above and beyond our needs yes. in ways that are that's supernatural. That people will look at me, and I've had opportunity now when they look at me and go, how did that happen? They yeah. knew I was sick for two years. They start, they start asking me questions. I get to share the testimony yeah. of what the Lord did. Yeah. And, and a lot of people have known me. I'm, I'm not a young guy anymore. A lot of people who know me for many, many years. And, and I literally had this conversation with someone, you know I'm not a quack. You know I'm not some joker. Yeah. You know this is for real. Because you know what it was before, and you know what it is now. And they, they cannot dispute what the Lord has done. Yeah. And I believe this is just the beginning of more and more where God is going to bless and bless and bless on top of everything to the point where people are going to start to go, what is going on? <laughs> and through this time, I believe the Lord, I believe the Lord has been planting the word in me in a greater measure, in a greater way. That, and I've been able to pull out some of the weeds and, and get the garden a little cleaner so that his word has opportunity to grow yeah. to where when I am hung out in a sense where the Lord says, hey, look at that in front of someone else. And they look and see what is, what is going on at the buckhouse. Something's crazy. He's been on, <laughs> out of job for so long and now this is happening too. What's going yeah. on? That I, I now have enough of a, um, a foundation in the word to be able to share with them. Yeah. This yeah. is what the Lord's doing. And it'll be an opportunity for the word for, yeah, yeah. for people to hear the gospel. Yeah. And, and more and more that it'll, it goes both ways. It's like God's saying, I'm going to give to you for two reasons. Yeah. Everybody's going to take notice of what I'm doing and then I'm going to use you and I'm going to get my word out. Yeah. And it, it's already happening. Yeah. It's yeah. already happening. Amen. <laughs> So in looking at the rest of these, you know, like this week, so my kingdom mentality or my ministry mentality, we looked at that at the beginning. Uh, we looked at how somebody says, basically, I'm going to sow my life and give myself to one vision. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing the benefits of Amen. it. And it's, it is truly just the beginning. Yes. But then, you know, we have like the, I know you saw most of these you know, eight years ago when I did the series on Sunday morning, stinking thinking. Uh, but I've added some new ones now. And, you know, looking at, for example, uh, like the trophy mentality, mm. talking about socialism and how God is not socialist. He's not, uh, that's not his heart of it at all. His yeah. heart is a heart of love where every person is not just another brick in the wall, but every, every person is very precious to him, their choice. Mm -hmm. They are choice and precious to him. And, mm -hmm. you know, what have you seen, uh, you know, because people have those thoughts and those ideas that it works like that, but God, you know, what's the value of not having that, you know, trophy mentality, not having that, what's the value? Because I think you would say that that was not always your thinking. Sure. Your thinking was more trophy mentality at one point, sure. and, and you've, you've really opened yourself up to the Word and said, God, that's not what the Word says. So. Yeah. 
Well, I, you know, I actually had an experience once at another church where it was it was not a good situation. But the other church literally told um, told someone about me. Hmm. If Barrett leaves, she's replaceable. You're all replaceable. You oh, can leave. Wow. And so when I like, I remember. Ouch. The, yeah, felt great. Been there. Um, <laughs> but but hurts. I remember specifically when you taught on that one. Yeah. And you brought up the picture of the rocks being together. I don't know if it was that specific one, yeah, but yeah. I remember you had an image. I remember realizing that wasn't fact. Like yes. what, that yeah. perspective that somebody else had communicated, mm. that wasn't the heart of yeah. God. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, mm. particularly in church settings, we hear a lot about how, you know, well, the church hurt me. Yeah. And I think it's because the church has allowed this perspective of, well, we'll just get somebody to do it. We'll get somebody to do it. Yeah. Somebody. No, mm. if you're planted in a body, it's yeah. because you're needed. Yeah, you that's right. You have giftings. Mm -hmm. You have callings. You hold part of that ministry's destiny inside of you. Yeah. Wherever you're planted, you know, maybe it's not, um, I mean, everybody's called to a church, but maybe you're also planted in your job. It's because you're important to that place yeah. where God called yes. you to be. And yeah. the giftings that he's placed inside of you, my right. giftings are super different than pastor's giftings right. are super different than Kevin's giftings, mm -hmm. but they work hand in hand. And I know for me, like there's still stuff that I'm undoing. Like mm -hmm. pastor Nicole and I were talking last week about where I, um, we didn't use this word, but I, I don't know if it was this one at multiple times through this series of texted pastor. Pastor Nicole going, well, that was this mentality. Super. Thanks for all of your time earlier today. I appreciate it <laughs> multiple times. But with this one in particular, it's so easy to see somebody and like thinking of people and just assuming, give me somebody else to do this. Like get, let there be somebody right. else to do this right. job. Like they're not efficient. They're not productive. I've thought that about myself. Yeah. Pastor, please call somebody else to lead yeah. the worship team who knows what they're doing. That would be yeah. so great. Thank you. But if the Lord plants you there, there's a reason for it. If that's your place, yeah. then you are worth sowing into. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? And don't, don't feel like you're a hassle in that, you know, okay, don't be a hassle if you can change it, sure. of course. Yes. But stop feeling like you are a project and you need to apologize yeah. for the time that's on into you. You are choice and precious. Yeah. And and it's it you're valuable, you mm -hmm. know. You are choice and precious if yeah. you're placed there. Now, if you're out of place, that's a different thing, but Anyway, go yeah. ahead. I, I interrupted you. No, you're fine. I, th what you just said made me think of the verse in Romans where it's talking about, you know, being pressed, um, yeah. you know, being pressed or crushed, you know. Yeah. God, but not crushed. Mm -hmm. God doesn't want you destroyed. And yeah, I think so yeah. often we just, when condemnation comes in, particularly with a series like this, you know, every day hearing, well, here's this mindset. And then the feeling of, well, crap, <laughs> super <laughs> did that two seconds ago. Awesome. <laughs> like, I think that so often immediate, well, the word says it immediately. The thief comes to steal, kill yeah. and destroy. Yeah. That's he's a and jerk. That's how he comes to steal. Uh, the word in this series yeah. is he'll, he'll just make you feel bad about yeah. doing the yeah. things that are being exposed. Mm -hmm. 
And don't let them have the pleasure of that. Don't, that's not the way we're supposed to be thinking. No, okay, I give myself to this. There's a peaceful fruit of yeah. righteousness yes. because of the discipline that I'm learning. And I can tell you that most of these items were, how did I learn the stinking thinking? Me messing them up, yeah. right? But I can tell you the majority of them I have now fixed. Like all yeah. of them? No, but if I can fix them, yeah. you can fix them because I was a mess, you know, and and it was and I still have stuff to work on. But it's mm -hmm. you can fix these things. It's, we're not putting them out there to point the finger yeah. or yeah. to make you feel bad. That's mm -hmm. not why God reveals that. No, he disciplines those that he loves. loves and he doesn't want you to be held back. He doesn't want the ceiling to be over your head. He wants to show you, yeah. hey, and this is, when I got this revelation, this revelation truly changed my life and it'll change yours if you'll get it. When I see something I'm, I've done wrong and I've been messing up in, I stopped looking at it as me being a piece of junk. Mm. You know, I stopped looking at me. No, I recognized I'm growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, I'm, what do I do with things when I find them that are wrong? Mm -hmm. I do what Romans 8, 13 says. I put to death the deeds of the flesh. Mm -hmm. Is that my heart? Is that what I'm going to do? Right. It is my heart. You know, I, I don't want to find, you know, f fleshly deeds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to find those. But if I find them, my heart is I'm going to put them to death. Yeah. I'm yes. going to put, them, put an end to them. Yes. So that's my heart. Well, if that's my heart, God's not condemning me. God's not judging me. No, he's strengthening me. Yeah, yeah do that. Mm -hmm. Do that. Put that thing to death. Yeah, yeah. And so when I got this revelation, when I find something wrong, I stopped looking at it at how bad I was. Right. And I stopped look, and I started looking at how that just opened up my destiny mm -hmm. even more than yeah. it was before. Yeah. I saw it as a plus and not you know, not as a liability mm -hmm. on the marker of my spiritual life. This is an asset because I just revealed something that was holding me back. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now I can do more for the kingdom. I will fix it. You know, it might take me a little bit, but I'll fix it. I'm not mm -hmm. believing for it to be a long time, but if it does, I'll be actively working on it and fixing it, mm -hmm. putting to death the deeds of the flesh, and I'll go forward. I'll get stronger. Mm -hmm. I'll be able to help more people, and, and this is going to open up the destiny for the kingdom of God to yeah. advance. So I praise you, Lord, for showing me this area. Amen. Now, do, do I like knowing that I messed it up. No, I don't. I don't like it at all. <laughs> but I hate it, matter of fact. But I look at it differently. Yeah. And as soon as I change my perspective on it, man, it became easy to just say, oh, yeah, got to fix that. Yep. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. Well, and with this series, I've actually been meditating on it over the last couple of weeks because I'm sure for those of you who are watching, you know, you've seen this series that we've been putting out this year, you know, mm -hmm. expanding your capacity yeah. to increase, you know, thoughts and financial prosperity. And it's so exciting and it can feel this series could feel if we allowed it to kind of like a left turn, you know, yeah, we, yeah. well, this is different, but what's come up to me multiple times and the Lord actually prayed it out in prayer this morning was 
God has spoken over this ministry. And if you're watching, you get to be a benefactor of that yeah, right now. Yeah. Like this word, it's not just for boomerang as a building. It's for the body. And yes, you're a part yeah, of yeah, that too. Yeah. God's spoken over the ministry. It's our year of increase. Yes, it's yes. our year of increase. Mm -hmm. But God doesn't waste himself. Like he's a lavish God mm -hmm. and an abundant God. Yes. But when God gives, he desires for that gift to be put to good use. You know, you see that in the parable of the yeah. talents, the person who was faithful with what they had in their hands and multiplied it. He then gave more to them. Yeah. What's God doing right now? He's creating a foundation yeah. that is able to stand the increase that he's about to yes. pour our way. Yeah. This is our mm. year of increase. Mm. But as God is changing, you know, some of the foundational thoughts and patterns, mm -hmm. All that means is that he's paving a road for him to then drive his blessings down. Yeah, he's yeah. paving that road for us right now. This yeah. is your year. You know, you yeah. may not have had a word like what Kevin had of you're going to be a major, 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 you know, provider for the kingdom of God. But God has said, this is your year of That's increase. Right. That's this right. is your year of increase. Right. So with these thoughts and all these mentalities, instead of condemnation coming, mm -hmm. yeah. choose to see it as God's increasing me today, yeah. right mm -hmm. now. Amen. Put it in the comments right now. This is my year of increase. And as you type it, receive it by faith yeah. right now. Yes. And think about it like this in a series like this it actually it seems like it's a left turn out of where we sure. were talking about in the beginning of the year because mm -hmm. the beginning of the year is change our thinking big big thinking stop thinking small we big vision see vision god yeah. wants to take us up here mm -hmm. but it's actually right in line it is. it's right in line because think of it this way let me let me give it to you this way and this is a vision that the Lord has given me for the church before is that, you know, you can have an old hoopty car that you can run any kind of fuel through almost. If, it, if it'll burn it all, mm -hmm. it'll go through. But fuel can be dirty yeah. mm -hmm. and you can have trash in it. And an old car with wide gaps of, you know, inefficiency mm -hmm. will burn anything through it. Yeah. But the Lord is rearranging the church. To yeah. be a, a superpower mm -hmm. car, a mm -hmm. superpower in the kingdom. Yeah. And the things that used to work are not working anymore, mm -hmm. right? And so in order, let's say that we go into a very uh, super efficient vehicle with a lot of horsepower and it revs high and it looks good and it does all that thing. But listen, the trash in the fuel will clog it up yeah. and stop it. Yep. And so God's given us this super vision and this big thinking for this year, mm -hmm. but there's particular thinking that's trash in the fuel. Yeah. And if you don't get that thinking, it makes no difference how big that vision is, this thinking will hold you back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, you can think bigger, but then you're always going to be frustrated because the stinking thinking that we're, that we're revealing and is being unveiled and, and those deceptions, they're going to clog it up where yeah. you can't ever get to the places where God's shown you. Mm -hmm. So like the word that you had, and, and praise God, you have that expectation. 
And, and you need that expectation. Without it, you're not going to go anywhere. But if you don't correct some of this thinking, thinking, yeah. you'll never get to that word. You're right. So he gave you the word to show you the why to get there. Mm-hmm. But now this is a part of the how. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is you've got to ditch some of these stinking thinking. Yes. And that's all of us. You know, when we're looking at the trophy mentality, we're looking at the voter mentality. Yeah. You know, like I have a vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We don't need to look at it that way, mm-hmm. you know. It. We don't need to just. I mean, real quick, both of you, just like two minutes each. You know, just talk about how much we don't need to vote and have a vote. And and the truth be told, many times we just need to say, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord tells us something. You say, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's it. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Priscilla, for sowing yeah. into that today. And we'll pray over any uh, gifts later on. But just y'all can speak to that on the having a vote. (laughs) You know, one of the things that you have said before, sir, when you've been preaching is you've quoted another minister. I'm not entitled to an opinion. I'm not entitled to an opinion with God. My opinion needs to be God's opinion. That's right. Period. That's what it is. You know, I was, we're, we're reading, um, or we're reading, in Impact, we're learning about the book of Revelation. Yeah. And I was reading one of the supplemental books that we have. And he, the author, went through and listed off, like, the 15 areas of life that Jesus is going to judge the believers in Ooh. when we stand before him. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, just listening Ooh. to it. I sent it to Buddy and Serena today. I'm like, holy cow, like, the level of conviction was so high. I was like, oh, oh no. But here, and here's why. Because if I'm, uh, I'll show you guys later, it's oh. intense. But if I have my opinion and I'm challenging yeah. God's opinion here on the earth, everything I do while I'm here in this earth impacts everything that's going to happen forever and eternity for me. Yeah. This quick vapor of time determines eternity. Yes. The end. That's what happens. So if I'm spending my time fighting God and just saying, well, my opinion's this and you don't understand this, Lord, I'm being a detriment to forever for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, do I want to stand before him and say, and hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant? Or do I want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful debater, you lose? Like, I don't want him to say, you lose when I stand in front of him. I want him to say, well done. Well done. You shut up when you needed to shut up. You said yes, sir, when you needed to say yes, sir. You put your feet to the ground. You did what I asked you to do. Now come and be a a recipient of all that I have to offer you. Mm -hmm. So what comes to mind to me, and and we we have had this conversation because after some of these messages, I had to kind of sit there (laughs) and just soak it in because it was a lot on, on my flesh in a sense. But the thing that keeps coming to mind here is, the 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 axeman who w- there's two axemen one's just chopping away at trees and his axe gets dull and he just keeps ho- chopping away at trees that's good and then there's the other axeman who from time to time as he's doing what he's doing he sharpens his axe yeah and in reality at the end of the time of their day the one who took the time to sharpen his axe mm-hmm. cut down more trees cleanly easily than the other one yeah, yeah. And for me, I, I looked at my life before and the mentalities I had, with, and I was the, the guy with the dull axe. Yeah. That no matter how much I was chopping, I, it wasn't productive. Yeah. It wasn't efficient. It wasn't, getting, it wasn't getting done what the Lord had 
for me to do. It was getting done what I thought I was supposed to do or wanted to do. Right. And in this time where the word, the word is sharpening my axe, in a sense, to where the more I recognize the truth, the less of me gets in the way of what God wants to do. And if I'm willing to lay down that dull axe. Or the less opinion you yeah, have, yes. less vote. You're more of, the more yes. of me in it, the more of what I think versus what God says yeah. slows everything down. Yeah. That's right. And as time has gone on and I've been under the word, um, this might sound kind of harsh, but the more I realized the monstrous percentage of what was going on in me was more me than God. Yeah, yeah. Really a big percentage. When you, when you boil it down to some of the basics of the word, um, they clarify a lot of other things. Yeah. yeah. And for me to, to even have a chance at accomplishing what the Lord's put before me, the word says that he's predestined us to walk in certain things and certain works even before we were born. Yeah. He put those things in place that we were supposed to fulfill. Yeah. The, the less of me in this mix, the more God has his way and the more yeah. I can accomplish what he wants. And at the end of the day, this word has made it real more clear to me than ever that I don't want what I want. Yeah. I don't want That's what right. I wanted before. Right. I don't that want right that in there. my life. That's huge. It's not the yeah. right want. It's not the right goal. It's not the right purpose. It's not with the right heart. Yeah. I mean, I, I can go on. There's about a hundred words in there that are more all me, and not the simplicity and truth of the Word of God. Saying, Kevin, this is what I I have as a purpose for you. This is what I purposed for you. It's a lot less strife. Yeah. A lot less work. A lot less, you know, frustration, and a whole lot more peace and rest, mm -hmm. and provision. It's so much easier and so much better. And, and I, was, I was misinformed, in a sense, by my own mind, the world yeah. around me, people in my past yeah. had, had sown into me weeds of this is what the Lord says, or this is yeah. what is for your future. I've had to pull those weeds after 35 <laughs> years of being a Christian yeah. that have been so entrenched that I wish I would have never let take any root yeah. in me. Did you realize when you came to visit the church the first time how much your life would go forward? No, I, I, I didn't. I that's that's couldn't. the kind of revelation that I would love to be able to just open up people's heads and pour into them and be like, you need to be here. Your, your, yeah. your life is going to change. Yes. You've been in church for quite some time and in strong time. churches. Yeah, for a long, long time. you didn't time. realize, you didn't know what you didn't know. Yes. And, um, you know, a lot of times... And, and I love what you said when, when you said, the, the further I go, and this is so important, the more I realize I don't want what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want my opinion. And, and this is a good question to ask is, when I have, and put this in the comments, when I have God's opinion, who loves me and knows everything and wants the best for me, mm -hmm. right? Just, that's a in parentheses. Yeah. When I have God's opinion, why would I want another one? Right. Why would I want another opinion? Yeah. If he loves me that much mm -hmm. and he can see everything, right? And mm. you, know, how, mm. how is that? Yeah. 
So why would I want another opinion? You yeah, don't. I, I, you I don't, don't, and you I don't. wouldn't want it. You know. So one other thing, and when you realize when that revelation comes up to you, then everything changes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, um, you know, I think Pat, uh, Kevin Nowicki said something that is a great honor, and I really appreciate. It. He says, "Pastor's opinion is my opinion." And let me just point that back to the the word. That's a great honor, but let me just tell him and and everybody else, you know, because only let only let my opinion be your opinion when my opinion is God's opinion. Right. You know, yeah. that's what that's what the word says. Follow me as I follow Christ. In mm -hmm. other words, if if I'm speaking what Christ spoke, then follow that. If I'm not, then don't. Um, mm -hmm. I'm tell I tell people that if I'm not, then don't. But here's what I would say is if you think it's not Christ's opinion, come and ask me about it because yeah. it might be and you, and you might not know it yet. Mm -hmm. Or if I don't know it, I need you to ask me about it. So either way, come ask me about it. If yeah. you think that my opinion is differently or not Christ, come ask. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's generally a reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm the type of person where I generally am not going to say or do something unless I've given it a lot of thought and a lot of prayer and sought the Lord for a long time to do that. So generally, there's a reason. I don't just throw things out. Mm -hmm. And y'all found that yeah, true, true over time. True. But um, anyway. But you're also humble. Like... It, I don't think people get to see this side of you, uh, not the humble side, but yeah. you know, in the moments where pastor has realized that maybe something was off, yeah. he goes with humility before. There were years ago, the Lord showed him something that he had um, had a little bit of wrong thinking toward, and he came before the entire church and repented, yeah. and it shifted the ministry. So don't be intimidated to come and talk to him either, because what you're going to be met with is that love yeah. and yeah. humility. If he's wrong, he'll say, even if he doesn't think he's wrong, he'll still take it to the Lord yeah. and pray on it and yeah. ask, Lord, is there anything that I need to learn from this? Amen. So. I want to address one comment we have, the Alper uh, yeah. over in uh, Twitch. I see your comment. How do you know uh, God's opinion on GME? Uh, you can send me a message. I'll be happy to talk to you. Explain to me exactly. I'm not following the fullness of your question. On, I don't know what GME is. Uh, maybe I'm way out of the loop. I apologize if I am. But if you want to send me a, a message privately, I'll be happy to. You can go to what right, whatsright.com. Uh, we'll put that link in right now, uh, whatsright.com, and you can send me a message there. Uh, I'll be happy. Just send an email and tell me your uh, name from Twitch, and I'll be happy to talk to you. So, um, Kevin. Kevin says, if you're my pastor and I'm planted by God, how could you be off? That's a good question. Uh, the, the, the way I could be off is I could get in my flesh over a moment. You yeah. know, I can, I can be off, and yeah, I'm, I'm pastor, I'm called you know, I'm gifted to be a pastor and things like that, but I've never met any pastor that hasn't missed it. Yeah. Um, I've never met one, including myself. I have missed it. Like what you just described, it was the mm -hmm. time when I told the church, hey, I missed it. I said something on Tuesday night at Impact, something that I had said, hey, I'm, I'm pulling this back until I study it more. Yeah. You know, I want to be truthful and honest in that way. But one of the things that you'll see is that a lot of times people are too quick to judge the fleshly man. Mm -hmm. uh, they're too quick. And then some people are, are there. That's one ditch. And the other ditch is they never judge it. 
at all, and there's really truly a balance of the two. But if God's planted you there and that person's really uh, there by God, you should see that even if they're off, you should have enough trust in them to fix it mm -hmm. if they are truly a person of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, in other words, if you see me doing something, you should come and talk to me and ask me questions. And the truth is most times when people have come and asked, it has not been my issue. It's been theirs. They just didn't know some things yeah. or a different way, a different scripture or the fullness of that. Mm -hmm. um, but when they do that, that's where you come into unity in that way. It's so important to communicate yeah. and communicate quickly. And so uh, we just praise God. We're getting ready to wrap this up today. Uh, let me get on here and put in that uh, link for the Twitch user. I think that's what they're doing oh, over okay. the corner. Yeah. Well, let, if y'all get that on there, that'd be great. And, um, but if you have any questions, feel free to go yeah. to whatsright.com and uh, make sure that you send us, mm -hmm. uh, send us that question. We yeah. want to answer that. So uh, we long to do that on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And we don't want people sitting there in the dark. And that is one thing, the pastoral gifting is, is kind of like a, um, did they get it? Okay. It is, Serena says, so important to communicate quickly. The pastoral gifting doesn't want people sitting in the dark and, and, and is willing to take time. If they're a true shepherd, they'll take time. And um, it doesn't mean that they can always move you know, at every whim of everybody. That's yeah. not possible. Mm -hmm. But they will seek to take that time. So uh, <laughs> Kevin said, well, if that's how you see it, I agree. <laughs> Great. And there's the link uh, for Alper over on Twitch and anybody else. Feel free always to go there. We actually want to hear from you on a regular basis. And uh, so thank you guys for getting that link up. But, amen. Anything else before we wrap up? All right. Well, uh, we already saw uh, Priscilla had sewn in to that. You know, we sow this broadcast every day. And let me tell you, tomorrow we're going to be talking about identity theft mentality. And part of the reason why I paused is it's so big. This is such a strong and important topic that... I didn't want to just jump into it. Yeah. And I knew today I wasn't quite ready to jump into it. Yeah, I just sensed it in my spirit. I was like, nope, it's too big, it's too important. Mm -hmm. And so tomorrow, you know, at lunch plus tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Eastern time, we start the broadcast. Around noon, I'll be on, on that. Mm -hmm. Identity theft mentality. You're going to want to see this. And you are going to want to get something out. This is a huge huge topic and you're going to come out of it shouting in Jesus name. Miss Julie says great sharing amen. and teaching today. Amen. Amen. That, your it's husband did a good job Miss Julie. Julie. Amen. Thank you for the seed. So every day we sow this broadcast into the world to share the good news of Christ and to let people grow so that they will have bigger vision, fulfill their destiny, not be held back. That's what the broadcast is all about. And to just be some fun yeah. and uh, have some good entertainment and uh, fun. That's the, the first half, you know, eat crazy stuff yeah. like crunchy ramen. <laughs> and uh, anyway, that's there. We sow it into the world every single day. Uh, we know that God will place it on your heart to be a part of that. And if that's you, uh, you're welcome to sow into uh, the good news going out today. You can go to giveww.org. Uh, in Facebook, you can type in hashtag donate followed by the amount. There's the information on the screen. 
on Cash App, you can type in cash tag give WW and uh, make sure I know on cash uh, on cash app make sure you type in that dollar sign at the beginning of the username if you don't it won't pull it up and uh, text to give uh, the numbers there on the screen you can give by PayPal and even by Bitcoin all of those things our job is to receive that uh, to be good soil receive that be good soil so that that harvest will be a return to you and also our job is to take that and give it to the gospel and so right now we just want to be that good soil father we just praise you for giving us the ability and the opportunity to sow the good news of Jesus Christ into the world to help people, to really, truly help people every single day. Thank you for letting us be a part of that, Father. And Lord, Lord, we just receive right now every seed that's sown, whether on Facebook or the website, whether it's one time or recurring giving. Lord, we, we receive that seed sown right now, and we thank you for it. And Lord, we just ask in Jesus' name, Lord, let it be supernaturally, abundantly, quickly multiplied into their life. And we speak to that seed. Seed be multiplied supernaturally now in the name of Jesus. Press down, shaking together, running over in their lives. Let lives change, Lord, now in Jesus' name. Let lives change completely, rise up to the destinies that God has called you to rise up to. Lord, let them be full and overflowing in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for sowing. We thank you for being here today. Join us tomorrow yeah. on this identity theft mentality. Join us. It's going to be great and powerful. You're going to get a lot out of it. And I do believe you're going to be shouting at the end of it. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. Y'all ready? Yes, Amen. Glory to God. Here is Abigail. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, guys. Wasn't that awesome? Wasn't that powerful? If you're on Facebook, go right now, hit the share button, share it with all your friends, all your family so they can see it. And also if you're on Facebook, make sure to like our page so you'll see more of our stuff. It's awesome. But also if you're on YouTube, you can like this video, subscribe to our page, but then right beside of that subscribe button, hit that bell because what that will do is that will notify you every time you go live, or you go live, that we go live, so that you can join us. Speaking of joining us, join us tomorrow for the identity theft mentality. You are not going to want to miss it. It's going to be powerful. Also, speaking of things coming up, this weekend is Easter weekend, Easter Sunday, and we are having our Easter celebration service. We can put that graphic up it is going to be this Sunday, April 4th at 10 a.m. at Boomerang Church. We're having free family pictures before and after the service, but also an Easter egg hunt for all of the kiddos. It's going to be so much fun. And join us in celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. It is such a great weekend. We want to see you there. We want to celebrate with you. So... There's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. We will see you tomorrow at 11.30 a.m.